it's Sam and Scott from Ship It Studios Premier Wrestling Podcast, Above the Ring. And Sam, let's talk about Riverside.fm, the leading podcast and video creation platform that's changing the game on how creators record their content. Riverside.fm allows you to record studio-quality audio and up to 4K video on their platform. Now you can interview a guest a thousand miles away, and it will sound like you're sitting in the same room. Did you know that it's as easy to use as Zoom, but it gives much higher quality audio and video recordings? Did we mention that they have a mobile app? This allows guests to connect directly from their phone and record content from anywhere. After your content is finished, you can easily grab clips to share them across your social media channels. So if you're looking for a platform to put over for all your recording needs, from podcasts to webinars to other video content, you should be using uh, Riverside.fm. Sign up today so you can focus on your content and leave the quality to Riverside.fm. Use promo code SHIPIT and receive 30% discount on the first three months of your subscription. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Friday. You know what that means. Time for another SmackDown study. This is your SmackDown study for March 12th, 2021. Another episode of SmackDown in the books. We are rolling right towards Fastlane on our road to WrestleMania. And tonight's show, another great episode of SmackDown. Um, as you know, SmackDown has been pretty much just rolling along for the longest time. It's had some dips, it's had some peaks, but it's been consistent. And this episode definitely continued on that track, on, on that trend. So let's just dive right into it. So SmackDown kicks off tonight with our rated R superstar edge basically coming out delivering another beautiful promo talking about uh wrestlemania and talking about uh roman and daniel bryan and daniel not gonna sit idly by coming out continues to have some words as well and it was just such a great segment. It's a great storytelling. Edge basically telling Daniel Bryan is like, you may be great, but you're not, you know, you're not as good as I am. And just, I, I, I'm going to say this, and I'm, I'm pretty sure a lot of people will be like, no, I don't need this. I, 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 I want a triple threat match at, at WrestleMania now. I want it to be Edge versus Daniel Bryan versus Roman Reigns for the championship. That's what I want. After tonight, I'm on board with that. Will we get it? Probably not. But if it ends up happening that we get that for the Universal Championship, I, I will I will not be upset with that. It actually can help all three uh wrestlers so we'll see what happens but uh like i said great opening segment we then went right into our action uh, eight-man tag match started off everything it was the street profits and the mysterios taking on the dirty dogs and the alpha academy 
man, a banger of a match too. Um, all four, all four teams looked real good. Um, I know that Street Profits are looking for the, their title shot against the Dirty Dogs, and they got one step closer tonight because uh, Montez Ford was able to get the win over, I believe it was Robert Roode. So now that they've pinned the champs, now it looks like they're probably most likely going to get themselves a title shot, which I'm okay with. They deserve it. They are the former champs, and they never technically got their title rematch to begin with. So this is a perfect way to uh, get this going. Most likely, it will be for Fastlane. Um, I, I doubt they'll have a, that long of a storyline going into Mania, but if they do decide to pull that, uh, you know, pull that string, let it, let it kind of just go. Well, uh, I'll be, I'll, I'll be, I'll be okay with that. So we'll see what happens. So after that, um, we had. Paul Heyman running some interference for Jey Uso um, because uh, basically after what happened last week with Uso tapping out to Daniel Bryan in the steel cage, uh, Roman not exactly happy with Jey at the moment. So Paul just running some interference saying, hey, now's not the best time. You know, you know how Fridays are with Roman. It's just, you know, it's all up in his head. And then Jay kind of reverse course goes, oh, you know, I got some stuff that, you know, who's told me to do. And, you know, I'll go take care of that. And then I'll you know, round back and, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll take care of business. I'm like, all right. I see how this is going. <laughs> so Jay ends up going off. We then shifted gears. And uh, we had an interview with uh, Seth Rollins. And uh, let me tell you, since Seth has come back, the man knows how to dress. Like, my goodness gracious. He, like, he has achieved epic Bond villain status at this point in time. Um, so he's basically saying, oh, I'm done with Cesaro, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And then once it's brought up that there's a rematch between Cesaro and Murphy, Seth's whole opinion of it changes. So that right there, I was like, mm, okay, good. This feud is still alive, and it's going to continue to be amazing. So we'll, <laughs> we'll go from there. <laughs> we then had a... Uh, a rather interesting segment. This is probably the only thing I kind of wish wasn't happening on SmackDown. But, again, this is just my opinion. And some of you may disagree with me. And that's perfectly fine. You are all able to have your own opinions. And they're all validated. So, Nia Jax, Shannon Baszler, as we know, WWE Women's Champions, uh, Tag Team Champions. And... After everything that's been going on with Reginald lately, him getting fired by Carmella and uh, Sasha essentially throwing him to the, you know, to the streets, um, Shayna even was ready to just start beating on him. But Nia stopped all that. Nia's taking a liking to Mr. Reginald. 
um, and decided that even though he is already, you know, styling and profiling, he uh, he deserves a little bit more. So they take him clothes shopping. <laughs> um, and I mean, I I'll admit he looked real he looked real nice, real handsome in his new suits. Obviously, uh, Nia gushing over him and. Shayna sitting there being a whole mood, just staring at her phone the whole time, not paying attention to anything. It's fantastic. <laughs> that was probably um, that was probably the best part of the whole the whole segment. Just Shayna just kind of sitting there, just staring at her phone, waiting for this torture to be over. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I, I don't know if they're an item, if they're a thing, if they're just I don't know. It's uh, it's something. <laughs> So after that, we then skip forward and we go to our rematch with Cesaro and Murphy. Again, another stellar match. Um, Seth Rollins, obviously with his new vested interest in this match, comes out right before it starts, sits at the top of the ramp in a nice chair, just watching everything go on. And So at the tail end of this match, Cesaro catches Murphy. Starts doing the swing, and of course, this infuriates Seth. So Seth hits the ring, starts attacking Cesaro, obviously gets the DQ, and then he just proceeds to just just destroy Cesaro, leveling him with multiple curb stomps, and meanwhile, I'm sitting here going, thank God this feud's alive. Oh, thank God. So I really want this to be a nice blow-off match at Mania. Give Cesaro his due. The man definitely deserves it after everything he's been doing. The funny part of this whole thing, and I say it's funny only because I have a feeling something else is going to come from this, and I don't think people see it. After Seth leaves Cesaro Lane, Seth goes to the back, and who does he run into but Shinsuke Nakamura? And they have this nice little stare down. Seth you know, does his laugh and walks off. Nakamura watches him as he goes. Now, as we know, Nakamura, Cesaro, tag partners, you know, stuff like that. They're friends. I have a feeling... That at some point, Nakamura is going to turn on Cesaro. And will he do it and join Seth? Will he just do it just because Cesaro is starting to get the breaks that Shinsuke was getting at some points? We'll see. But that that <clears throat> that little epic stare down between Shinsuke and Seth really kind of Brought that to my attention. I'm just like, ooh, okay. This could be real good. So we'll see what happens. Of course, I could be completely wrong and none of this happens, and that's okay. But I've, you know, I've watched wrestling for a while. <laughs> I just I like to see certain storylines happen. So we'll see if I'm if I'm gifted this one. Uh, up next, we end up having our Next episode of the KO Show, 
with special guest Bianca Belair and SmackDown Women's Champion Sasha Banks. Uh, Sasha <laughs> doing her little hip twists that she does with her song. And unfortunately, her title belt really seems to hate it because this is now the second time that it <laughs> comes unclasped and Sasha almost drops the title yet again. Uh, the first time they were at least able to edit it out because it was during a taped show during the holidays. This time she caught it. So it was like, all right, <laughs> good job. Way to go. <laughs> but obviously, KO being KO, asking the hard hitting questions that start the whole trend of tension between these two. And after a while, it starts getting a little chippy <laughs> between the two of them. But unfortunately for them, Naya, Shayna, and Reginald all come down the ringside. Right on their tails is Tamina and Natty because they're having a match with Sasha and Bianca, and Bianca, and Bianca next. And, of course, during the match, it's pretty 50-50. And then Reginald decides that he wants to get involved again. So, Reginald, distracting Sasha, gets in the ring. Sasha, of course, chases after him. He gets out of the ring. And there are certain things that happen. and. Natty attacks Sasha. Sasha falls. Bianca's like, what the hell are you doing? Because she's the legal competitor. Tamita rolls her up and gets the pin. That's right. Tamina pinned Bianca Belair. So once again, Reginald has cost Sasha another match. <laughs> and <laughs> the whole storyline is just there's so many different levels to this and so many different facets and just I appreciate it. I like what they're trying to do. A lot of people are, are kind of fed up with it only because they're just like, why is the champion losing? Why is this team losing when they're probably going to win the tag title belts at Fastlane? All good valid points. I I can agree with them. However, the fact that Reginald is still involved, I have a feeling now that Sasha, for some reason, is probably going to try to get him back now. I don't know. It, it's it's it, <laughs> There are a lot of different moving parts to this, so who knows where this is actually going to end out, or end up, I should say. But I'm entertained by it. I actually enjoy watching this, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. Speaking of things that I am uh, really enjoying, can we talk about this Apollo Biggie feud that's going on? Biggie made his triumphant return, and he is big mad. Like I, I have never seen Biggie be this have this much anger and passion in his voice when he's delivering his promos basically at Apollo, like these two men are going to go to war 
And I can't wait to watch this because I remember aggressive Big E Langston back in NXT. And I've never seen, at least on the WWE side, super angry and determined Apollo. So these are going to be two men beating the ever-living shit out of one another for our entertainment and for the Intercontinental Championship. Now, this kind of brings it back to the olden days of wrestling when the hard workers, the workhorses would fight for this title. And I believe that these two are going to give us one hell of a match at Fastlane for this title. And if there's not any shenanigans that happen during the match, um, we'll have a nice rematch at Mania. Or they'll just wait, and Apollo will probably play some mind games like he did tonight. Um, Biggie basically calling out Apollo, wanting to you know give him his title shot tonight so that he could crap out of him. Apollo clearly not paying attention to what Biggie is saying, and so Biggie says, "Fine, I'll, I'll issue. Uh, I got all gussied up because I want to defend the title tonight. I, uh, you know, I issue an open challenge." Uh, open challenge was answered by uh, King Corbin and by Sami Zayn, although Sami claims that Corbin never officially said I accept. So Sami snuck in, saying that it would be a perfect way to end his uh, you know, his uh, his videos that he's been making. And uh, well. <laughs> That didn't happen because Big E pretty much just destroyed him. But, of course, the moment Big E gets the win, Apollo attacks, his music hits. Big E not fully you – know, man can't have eyes in the back of his head. Apollo sneaks in and just beats the ever-living crap out of Big E, just leading towards this feud. Just mm, – I can't wait. I, I'm – Yeah. There are a lot of a lot of feuds that are actually doing a really good job of building. And a lot of people were kind of upset about how Apollo's whole character changed. But I applaud it. It's just it makes him so much more legitimate now. And I'm glad that he's able to finally attach himself to something that's really really seeming to work. So, like, the people hate him, and they want him to lose. He's doing his job as a heel. So, you really can't hate that. So, I'm excited to see where that goes. After that, we moved on to our main event segment of the evening. It was the contract signing for the Universal title match at Fastlane. And Daniel signs the contract. Roman decides, ah, you don't deserve the title. I'm not gonna not gonna sign it. And Daniel just, you know, gets the mic back and basically says that he was able to do something that Roman was not able to do. He was able to make Jey Uso quit. Which, if you all remember, way back when, 
before Jay decided to be Big Dog's second man, they had some of the most epic matches, storytelling-wise, epic, epic matches, including the I Quit match. Jay never quit. You have to remember that. Jimmy quit for him. So Roman was never able to do it. Daniel Bryan did it last week. So Daniel Bryan's like, maybe I should proclaim myself as head of the table. It just starts going on this old tirade about the family and whatnot. And apparently that was enough for Roman. <laughs> Roman signs the contract and that match is ready to go. But we get a nice little wrinkle at the end. Jay Uso grabs the bike, basically declaring that we need to make sure that this match is called down the middle. So he wants there to be a special guest enforcer for the match. And obviously he says that he wants it to be him. This leads Edge to come out and challenge Jay Uso for a match, a singles match. The first time I think he said in 11 years that Edge will be on SmackDown. It's Edge versus Jey Uso, and the winner of that match will be the special guest enforcer for the championship match between Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan at Fastlane. Obviously, that means it's going to be something ridiculous that happens towards the end or toward at, at some point during that match. So I'm excited to see it. But yeah, this was. That was the show. SmackDown was real good. You know, just going back and reading over this, just whew, it's getting me pumped. Excited. Pay-per-view coming up next Sunday. And we we are we are rolling. After that, it's WrestleMania. And we talk about WrestleMania week. If you guys haven't listened to our Above the Ring podcast this week that came out thir- uh, came out Friday morning. So uh by the time you listen to this yesterday or, you know, Friday, uh, depending on when you guys listen. We go into our, our conversation when it comes to WrestleMania. Everything that's happening is just the whole week is full of full of shows. Monday we'll have Raw. Tuesday's going to be the Hall of Fame ceremony. Then Wednesday and Thursday are going to be NXT. Takeover and stand to deliver. Friday is uh, SmackDown, and then Saturday and Sunday are WrestleMania, and then the following Monday is Raw, and then the following Tuesday, if reports are to be believed, will be the new home for NXT. So we'll see what happens. Lots of stuff coming up. This is a little under a month. It's going to be a very, very busy time for yours truly, as I'm going to be covering everything that entire week <laughs> and thereon. So that's it for tonight's show. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you don't already, please follow us on Twitter, media underscore rhythm. You can find us on Facebook and YouTube as Bed the Media, and on Instagram as Bed the Media Official. You can find myself on pretty much everything in Scotty J Stream. And you can find this podcast and all the rest of the Bedlam Media podcasts on pretty much every podcast platform out there. Um, if we're not a part of one that you listen to, let us know. Comment on one of our, our posts, retweet us, 
just tell us, hey, you know, I listened to such and such, and you guys aren't on there. Can you fix that for us? We'll go out there. We'll try to get ourselves added to it immediately. Like right now, we're still waiting for Pandora to get back to us. And then once we're on there, then that covers the majority of the, of the big programs. So let us know. And we will gladly do so. That way you can do all your one-stop shopping for your podcasts and add a little bedlam to your day. So once again, my name is Scott. I am the man behind the Twitter of Bedlam Media. I want to thank all of you once again for listening. And please, most importantly, don't forget to join the Bedlam. Have a good night. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason. And this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.